Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of October 23rd. The theme is the purge, and I love this quote from Holly Lynn Payne. She's the author of Damascena, The Tale of Roses and Rumi. Purge everything that's holding you back. Whatever it is you feel you are being deprived of, trust the limitation serves to bring you more of what you want. And there are three big things I want you to think about this week. The first is that Scorpio season starts on Sunday when the sun will make its annual transit through this fixed water sign, which is deep waters. And because it's eclipse season, it could be extra intense and exciting. I created a video series, an eclipse video series, about what's going on for the Scorpio season. And the video talks about the Mars retrograde, as well as both of the eclipses. And then I did a forecast for each sign. So there's 13 videos total. And with the mini forecast for each sign, you get information about what you can expect to see in terms of what houses are impacted by the transits of Mars retrograde, as well as both of the eclipses. So you can either go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com, or there'll be a link in the show notes in order for you to get the video series. The cost is only $22, and it's got a lot of richness about what you may be experiencing on the personal level, as well as some information on the collective. The Scorpio season is a great time to examine your relationship with power and control. It's a wonderful time to dive in the shadows, you know, think about the parts of yourself that you would rather disown and confront them. And the astrology of the shift into Scorpio season is very interesting because yesterday the sun and Venus met at 29 degrees of Libra. We had the first Venus Kazemi in the sign of Libra. And over a hundred years, Venus had been meeting the sun in the sign of Scorpio for a hundred plus years. And so this is a big shift in the energy and it's happening at the last degree of the sign of Libra, which wants balance and harmony. And then first Venus and then the sun shift into Scorpio, you know, on today, the next day. So a huge shift in energy. So after this Kazemi where the sun and Venus met and Venus went through a rebirth of sorts where the old story was burned off. Hopefully you had a beautiful day yesterday. Then both planets, first Venus and then the sun, 
dive into the deep depths of Scorpio, and they will be in what's called a King Kunks with Jupiter in Aries. And Jupiter is on the world point of zero degrees of Aries, zero degrees of the cardinal signs are world points, as well as 22 and a half degrees of the cardinal signs, 15 degrees of the fixed signs, and seven and a half of the mutable signs. And when there is a planet on a world point, especially in its, when it's an aspect with other planets, we tend to see stories that make news. So Jupiter rules religious leaders, celebrities, judges, people who bring wisdom in some sort. So it could be like teachers as well as astrologers. Someone prominent, likely, possibly a woman, may pass on around this time because we're in the balsamic phase of the moon, which is the last releasing of the light. So see, there may be some big news on Sunday, Monday, maybe even Saturday about someone who seems like a Jupiterian figure who passes on or makes big news. Also, it could be about wealth. Jupiter rules wealth. Venus as well is a signature of money, the sun putting a spotlight on it. And with the King Kunks, there is a release of some sort because King Kunks move us into new situations. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens around this day with this interesting shift of energy. The next thing I want you to think about is that there's a solar eclipse in Scorpio at two degrees of Scorpio on Tuesday. This is the first solar eclipse in Scorpio in nine years. The first one that's activating the south node in 18 years. So Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what comes up. And this eclipse is really interesting because the sun and the moon are conjunct Venus. All three are at two degrees of Scorpio. And a solar eclipse is an intense new moon that has a faded aspect to it because the sun and the moon are right near one of the nodes. And this is a south node solar eclipse. And the south node is like the cosmic vacuum cleaner. It can suck things out of our lives. South node solar eclipse, one of the features of them can be that something initiated by someone else has an impact on our own lives. And yeah, with Venus right there, there'll be stories about topics Venus rules. Venus rules women, love, beauty, attraction, harmony. And there's a big shift. Venus has moved from Libra, its home sign, where it is very comfortable and can express itself with ease, into Scorpio, where it's in detriment, where it has to really work hard to do Venus-type things. So there's also images with Venus and Scorpio of, you know, possessiveness, desire to control and love. I called it dangerous liaisons when I did my Scorpio season webinar because it has this like undercurrent of scheming or something about that. One of the stories that we've already seen about this eclipse season, which is just horrific is there was a 12-year-old girl in Paris who was kidnapped and murdered and tortured. I mean, it's just horrific. And 
Two women have been arrested as well as two men about this, and a woman was seen walking with the girl. So this really calls to me this Scorpio season. I mean, it's making international news. I think this event will be continued to be talked about for weeks Eclipses can pull us in as far as, you know, six weeks in advance or earlier. We already start to see the stories. Yeah, I expect this to be a very big story to continue. And Scorpio, some of the shadows are about violence and brutality and and domination and that sort of thing. Taboo things, sexual crimes. So we may see some more of that. Hopefully that's the only big story about that nature of Scorpio and this Venus conjunct the solar eclipse. But what's also going on in the background that's going to be going on until November 4th and has been going on for a while is that Mars, the planet of action, assertion, aggression, domination, Mars cuts, Mars severs, has been contraparallel Pluto which is, you know, also this higher octave of Mars and this intense energy that's very volcanic and eruptive and can be very violent. Contra parallels have a similar flavor to oppositions, and that's going to continue till November 4th. So that's intense. And Mars is going to go retrograde soon, and that's going to bring even more That's next week's topic. That's going to bring even more chaotic energy. And Mars is out of bounds. I talked about last week until May 5th of next year. And when a planet's out of bounds, it takes on a Uranian flavor. And Saturn and Uranus are also contraparallel as well as being in square. So Saturn, the planet of structure, Uranus, the planet of sudden breaks and changes and yeah, they're going to be contra-parallel as well as squaring until January 6th. So we are just in a time that's very chaotic. It's important to try to maintain, you know, calm as much as you can and use tools to discharge some of this extra energy. Now, this Scorpio eclipse is also very sexy. I mean, you can meet someone new. You could revive the passion in a long-term marriage. Venus and Scorpio is also very sexy. So there's a lot of intensity. It can be, I feel like sex and death are the two topics we'll see a lot about, as well as wealth and the loss of wealth, like Venus being eclipsed in the sign of Scorpio. Scorpio, you can also associate it with like banking and things like that, and Venus with money. So I'll be here to let you know a lot of the stories that come up about these topics. And the last thing is that Jupiter, the planet of abundance, will move back into Pisces until December 20th this week. So Jupiter is retrograde and it will move from Aries back into Pisces. And in Pisces, it's at home. So it has full strength. It can do its Jupiter thing, which is like spreading abundance around and just dispersing things. Hopefully this is not like a new COVID variant is going to take hold with winter season coming Yeah, hopefully it's not about COVID. It might be or something else. It feels never ending. It's going to be co-present with Neptune in Pisces. So one of the big stories of this year was when Jupiter met Neptune. And that has to do with 
inflation, Jupiter rules wealth and like Neptune dissolves things. There's been a lot of loss of wealth this year. There's also been, Pisces is a water sign. There's also been lots of storms where people are being displaced. The floods in Pakistan displaced 30 million people. There Recently, there was something in Nigeria, which is another million plus people in Nigeria have been displaced because of storms in Florida, the Caribbean. I mean, we're seeing these massive weather events that are displacing people. And I think we'll, we'll continue to see some storms. Neptune and Pisces and Jupiter and Pisces also symbolize like refugees, this increase of refugees. Pisces is a sign, and Neptune there, people without a home. Yeah, inflation could go up again. We're seeing, you know, OPEC is limiting the gas that they're going to be, I don't know what you call it, mining, producing, whatever. Yeah, so that is another thing that we're going to be seeing happening around this time. That's very, you know, Saturn square Uranus. The president of the United States, Joe Biden, went over to Saudi Arabia trying to negotiate with them. And then, yeah, and he's a Saturnian authority figure. And Uranus, they said, "Mm, we don't care. We are going to be helping Russia by limiting the production of gas to the global markets, which is going to put a real squeeze on economies around the world. But on the nice side, Jupiter's at home in Pisces. You may see some abundance come back into the house that Pisces rules in your natal chart. And it's a water sign. Water is more internal, so it might not be so clear. It just may be good feelings or just like gifts that come in unexpectedly. I feel like this is a very six of pentacles kind of energy with Jupiter going back into Pisces. Think about how you can have compassion for others, be more charitable, and you know, this exchanging gifts. The more you give, the more you will receive, I feel like is something that will come up with this energy. So yeah, just embracing the beautiful energies of Pisces about intuition your dreams may be more expansive and things like that. You might want to keep a dream journal with this energy. On Sunday, the word of the day is plunge. The week starts with the moon in Libra, the sign of relationships and air sign. You may be being flirty and really cute with someone if you're single and out there mingling, or even if you're at home with your loved one, you know, you may be having cute social conversation. And then Venus will enter Scorpio at 12.51 a.m. Pacific time. And when Venus goes into Scorpio, things can get really sexy really fast. So just be aware of that. And hopefully this is something that you enjoy. Now, Venus is not very comfortable in the sign of Scorpio because there is a sense of this like possessiveness or desire to control love rather than have an equal balance or equal footing in the relationship. So be interesting to see. This is a wonderful transit to examine your relationship with power, control, obsession, 
jealousy, all of those sorts of things. The sun will enter Scorpio at 3.30 a.m. Pacific time starting Scorpio season and both Venus and then the sun will King Kong's Jupiter, which can potentially move us into new situations if your chart is activated, if you have planets around zero degrees of Scorpio or Aries, you may feel this most. Yeah, I do. So we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully all good things. The sun, Venus, and Jupiter are all benefic planets. They grow, they're life-bringing, they bring good things. So hopefully they will only bring good things to us. But we are in the balsamic phase of the moon, so it's a releasing as well. On Monday, the word of the day is levity. There's not much going on in the sky. The moon is in Libra, this light, airy sign. So how can you keep things a little light? Because what's happening is the moon will trine Saturn and Mars, which are the malefic. So emotionally, there could be an easy flow into trying to restrict someone or criticize or say something snappy. So watch out for that because that could lead to a negative reaction when the moon squares Pluto. So just keep it in mind. Try to watch your words. Think about keeping things with some levity because at the end of the day, Chiron will be in a King Kung's with the South Node. So if harsh words are said, it can lead to hurt feelings and difficulties. But let's use that Chiron, the wounded healer, for healing and purging negative things rather than any kind of conflict. On Tuesday, the word of the day is destiny. The moon enters Scorpio at 12.18 a.m. Pacific time. And then the solar eclipse where the sun and the moon will meet at 2 degrees Scorpio is at 3.48 a.m. Pacific time. Eclipses are portals. We move through a door and when we look behind us, there's a wall. We can, there's no going back. So there could be some faded changes that are going on. You might not be aware right away what they are. You may already know. Yeah. You can think about how it is destiny, how it is fate, especially if you have planets around two degrees of a fixed sign of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius, something new may be initiated in your life. Now, a solar eclipse is where you know we can't see the sun if you're in a part of the world where it's daytime when the eclipse happens. The moon moves between the sun and the earth, completely blocking our view of it. And a channel changes. And then when it comes back, it's on a different station. So you can think about that as you move through the day that you're moving towards your destiny. And can you be open-minded about what is coming or what it will bring? And I hope it brings nothing but beautiful Venusian good things to you. On Wednesday, the theme of the day is shock and awe. 
So Scorpio is a fixed sign. And when the moon is in this sign, there can be some intensity. We want to remember not to break down. We break through because the moon will oppose Uranus and then square Saturn. So this can bring something that is unexpected. Now, it could be a surprise partnership proposal with, you know, the eclipse that we just had that was conjunct Venus. And Mercury, the planet of communication, is in Libra on the fixed star Spica, which is the marriage star. Its wealth and success is associated with Spica. It's primarily positive. So there could be a request for a partnership with you and it's trying Mars. So especially if you have planets around 25 degrees of their sign. So Mercury's at 25 degrees of Libra and air sign Mars is at 25 degrees of Gemini, barely moving a air sign as well. Now, I caution you to not rush too quickly. You may be so surprised that you agree to things that you may regret, because remember, Mars is going to go retrograde on October 30th, and that can bring reversals, delays, reoccurrences of previous situations. So yeah, take your time before you respond if there is a proposal for something. Also, this could be about someone could say something that just shocks you in some way. It doesn't necessarily have to be bad, but it could be. So we'll see what happens. On Thursday, the word of the day is tactful. The moon enters Sagittarius at 3.54 a.m. Pacific time. I adore a Sagittarius moon. This energy is fun. It's exciting, it's fiery, it's joyful, it's optimistic. And yeah, people can get to talking and say something that they regret. Sagittarius is known for having, you know, foot and mouth disease, sometimes saying something so blunt that it may cause offense. So remember about how you can be tactful because Mercury, the planet of communications, will square Pluto. And that can bring some, yeah, really tense conversations or power struggles. We may see on the world stage, a strong man make a threat about something. One of the things I'm concerned about this eclipse season is China attacking Taiwan. So hopefully there won't be some big announcement around that topic this time. Also, there's a lot going on in different countries around the world. We know Putin is constantly making threats about nuclear war. So yeah, we may see something like that because Jupiter is on the world point of zero degrees of Aries. So like something really fiery when the moon goes into the sign that's ruled by Jupiter. So the moon is reporting into Jupiter. It's on a world point. And at 10.09 p.m. Pacific time, it's going to shift back into Pisces. That's going to be really interesting to see what happens on this day or leading up to this day because the moon is on a world point you know, most of this week. And then at the 29th degree of Pisces, that's very karmic. It's a karmic degree. So yeah, we'll see what happens. On Friday, the word of the day is creativity. I think this is a wonderful day in order to do some, you know, strategic thinking with Jupiter now in Pisces and 
the sun and Venus and Scorpio, both are water signs. Water can bring, you know, really creative things up to the surface as well as, you know, with Venus, the sun, the Jupiter. I think this is a a wonderful day to think creatively, to brainstorm ideas and things like that. The waxing crescent phase begins at 2.19 p.m. Pacific time at 20 Sagittarius. So go out and see the, the crescent moon in the sky if you get a chance. It will be just so beautiful. On Saturday, the word of the day is shadows. So you may be able to peer beyond the shadows on this day. The moon will enter the sign of Capricorn at 6.21 a.m. Pacific time. Capricorn is an earth sign. Earth can materialize things. Capricorn is planning and purposeful. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens on this day because Venus is in a sex-squee-square with Neptune. So I just get this picture of like the rose-colored glasses like kind of tip over so you see something with Scorpio season, Scorpio reveals things. Yeah, like you see you see a little bit into the shadows, past the shadows. They clear a little bit on this day. And at 12:21 p.m., Mercury, the planet of communication, will go in the sign of Scorpio. This is a great day to read a detective novel or go see a movie that's um a thriller or something like that. Yeah. You might find yourself feeling more ponderous during this day when Mercury shifts into the waters from light, airy Libra into the depths and watery depths of Scorpio. This can be a great day to get some planning done, some strategic goal setting done, if that's what you want to do on a Saturday. Yeah, you might see something through the shadowy fog. So that's it for this week's episode. Remember, you can go and grab the Eclipse Series forecast videos. They're only $22. You get 12 videos. Actually, it's 13 to help you prepare for the upcoming big shifts in energy. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories or news stories that come up that you think are associated with the themes of the week. Let me know how things play out for you in your own life as well. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.